Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lionstar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lionstar App and at Lionstar MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. It is great. It has everything you will need to build your winning lineups, chat rooms, optimizers, value tools, stack tools, you name it. They've got it in the palm of your hand. So go check that out. I am on Twitter at BD Intric and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports Scott hair flowing in the wind bogman how you doing my friend uh i mean you know we we record this one later than any of the other ones we do uh for the rest of the week because we record an hour of radio before this and the diamondbacks might win a game it it's four to four uh going into the ninth now so they have a chance but i feel like my look has been more disheveled every single day for the last 10 days because they've lost 10 games in a row longer than 10 days, by the way. But uh, I'm becoming more and more miserable watching this team, but at least DFS keeps me entertained. So uh, hopefully my Diamondbacks pull off a win, but uh, at some point I'm going to have to cut all the hair off just to uh, get the luck to change here. Go full Samson. Just cut your hair (laughs) off and uh, hope, hope your powers change. Uh, That'd be fun there. Uh, Chris Bassett dealt on Thursday, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Absolutely filthy stuff against the Angels because Shohei Otani got scratched because he was in traffic, couldn't get to the ballpark. Like that is the, By worst, the way, who started worst excuse I've ever heard. Uh, uh, Sandoval, uh, Sandoval, Patrick Sandoval started. Right. How would you like to be Patrick Sandoval? By By the way, it wasn't like Otani was in his own car. They were on the yeah. team bus yeah. and there was uh, traffic. So they're like, you yeah. know what, Otani? Let's not risk it. Let's throw out this guy. You'd be like, yep. what, what? Are you gonna risk it with me? You know? I mean, I get it. It's Otani, land. but come, come on, on down. No. Yeah, bad stuff there. Uh, Sonny Gray looked good. Uh, Reds won three to nothing. Strasburg got some early runs, but kind of settled in uh, as that game went on. Uh, White Sox game got in. They they got the W. Some double headers. Bichette homered in both games against the Yankees. Alec Manoa looked like the real freaking yeah, deal. He did against the Yankees oh, too. My goodness. And I hope his mom's at every baseball game going forward because <laughs> with a camera on her, electric factory. So um, <laughs> that's good stuff there. Um, Herman Marquez, six inning complete game. That was great. If you play DraftKings, that was good. Like so, that. yeah, just a little bit of everything on a Thursday. Lots of wild action, but nothing too crazy, it felt like. It was just a, it's a good old baseball. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. We got 12 games on a Friday, and we kind of hinted at it earlier this week. There's like a couple teams that don't even play on Friday. It's a weird schedule. This it's a week. weird Friday. Yeah. And there's a, there's a Wrigley game, so that's not on the slate. And the wind's blowing in from right field about over 20 miles an hour. So if you're playing Wrigley, you know the drill. Play the pitchers. <laughs> um, we have an early before 7 o'clock Eastern game. So, of course, the sites can't put that on the slate because that's too difficult to move it up 25 minutes. <laughs> um, so we got 12 games. At least games. you're not bitter about it. That's good. No. What I'm bitter about, like I don't mind 12 games. <laughs> but as we talk about the slate, half of them, six, have rain issues involved. Yeah, so it's not good because – yeah, we went over them just uh, before we started, and I don't like a ton of pitching here. Maybe you're going to like pitching more than I do. There's not a lot to like for me uh, on this slate. So uh, 
and half of the guys that I liked are involved in those games because half of the teams are involved in those potential rain games. So hopefully they'll end up like Baltimore and Chicago was today where it was delayed, but they got the game. in. Yeah. Hopefully it's that situation or at least like I want to play these guys as Bogman's mentioned, at least call it early. So I don't have to sit right. there and go full NBA DFS and get pissed when they call it after lock because that's the annoying factor. So if you're going to call it, call it early and go from there. But uh, let's get things kicked off here. 12 games slate. The Milwaukee Brewers at the Washington Nationals. Brett Anderson, John Lester, two washed up left-handed pitchers. Over under nine and a half on this one. This one has about 70% chances of rain, everybody. So here's one of your first ones. Most of it's in the cent- northern central of the country to the northeast. That's where most of your rain's at. And lots of wind in these games, too. But 70% chances of rain. Anderson, 7,500 on DK, 58 on Fando. Lester, 81 and 63, respectively. I am passing on the hitters, even though Milwaukee's bats are not that great. I'm just not John Lester in anything. If this game plays, Bogman, what do you like? I mean, I like the hitters, and I think you meant pitchers. You said you're passing on the hitters. Oh, yeah, sorry. Passing on the pitchers because there's going to be a lot of hitting, yes. Yeah, there's there's a lot, and there's a lot of good PVB data here, too. Uh, Josh Bell against Anderson, three for seven with a bomb, two for five for Urias with a triple, two for eight for uh, Keston Hero with a bomb. And then, you know, obviously, like you said, Lester's been around for a million years, so Lorenzo Cain is 10 for 30 off of him with three doubles. Yelich is... 9 for 24 with a double, 8 for 23 for Wong, 6 for 18 for Garcia. And there's some good prices here. Garcia is a good price. Kane is a great price. Uh, Keston Hero is cheap because he's been miserable. Uh, Josh Harrison can't stop hitting. Kyle Schwarber has been dropping some bombs too. So there's a lot of bats to like on this in this game, but you just have to make sure it's going to play because 70% chance of rain means this game's getting interrupted by rain at some point. Hopefully it's at the beginning or hopefully the rain comes early. Uh, you know, what's the spritzer? Of course, we always ask each other, but uh, I mean, this this doesn't look good because of the weather. Yeah, the, the other thing I'll mention in this one, San Diego just went into Milwaukee and ran all over that pitching staff. So Trey Turner yeah. is, uh, is expensive, but is going to run wild. So keep him on your radar if you if you want to do that, especially for cash games. He's, he's in play. Otherwise, it's the value you mentioned. I think Avisal Garcia is a phenomenal value and build around those moments because I love stacking Washington, but between the weather and just the inconsistencies right now in a large slate, I'll probably go elsewhere. But Trey Turner, I wouldn't be shocked if he still has at least, I'll go two bases on Friday. If the, if the or game just plays. on Friday night? Yeah, just on Friday night if the game plays. No, in the series, that. he'll steal at least four bases. Oh, I love that. Let's go. Yeah. All right, Atlanta at the New York Mets. Ian Anderson, Taiwan Walker, over under six and a half on this one. This one has the wind blowing in from right field at 13 miles an hour and 90% chances of rain. So yeah. not good, Bob. Anderson's 97 on DK, 9,000 on Fandle. Walker, 91 and 8,000. I kind of like both pitchers in this game. I prefer Ian Anderson in this yeah. game. But my goodness, if this game might get called by 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow if the things <laughs> stick the way it is. And this is Walker coming off the IL, right? Um, is this let me double check while you IL? talk. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like I I like him, but I don't think I want him against Atlanta. And I you know ninety percent chance of rain. I don't want anybody in this game. Uh, Ian Anderson, I really like three quality starts in a row. I love him against the Mets, but I am fearful that this game gets rained out. Luckily, no PVB data really to speak of, and not many hot bats on either side. It's all Atlanta. Uh, nothing hot for uh, the Mets right now. It's Riley, Albie, Swanson, Freeman's been hitting a little bit. Acuna obviously is expensive, and they're all expensive too. 
So as far as this game goes, I'm probably just going to sweep it underneath the carpet and forget it exists. Yes, Walker is coming off the IL, as you mentioned. Um, yeah, I want Ian Anderson, but I'm I'm already planning, like Bogman said, this game probably ain't happening, folks. Right. All right, Miami Marlins at the Boston Red Sox. Cody Poteet versus Martin Perez, over under of nine. Perez has been like sneaky good because he changed his pitch mix. He's 87 yeah. on DK, 84 on Fandle. Poteet's been very good, but he's also faced the New York Mets. That helps. He's <laughs> 71 on DK, 73 on Fandle. Um, with pitching deteriorating quickly with the weather, Bogman, any of these pitchers look good to you? A rain in this game? I, I have. Um, it starts out dry. It picks up as the night goes on. So it's one of those they might be able to sneak it <laughs> okay. in type thing. Okay. Uh, well, I like Martin Perez here, and his, yeah. his price isn't bad either. Like you mentioned, 87 and 84, two quality starts in a row. Uh, I kind of like Poteet, but I don't want to play him against Boston and Boston. Uh, just uh, I'm not ready yet. So uh, I'm going to pass on Poteet, but I do like Perez. As far as uh, bats go here, you know, barely any PVB data. Corey Dickerson's three for eight against Perez with a double, uh, but uh, hot batters are on the Boston side. Devers, 46 and 38. So not crazy expensive. Bogart's not crazy expensive either. 53 and 4,000. Verdugo's been hitting. He just hasn't been hitting for a lot of power. 36 and 2,600 for him. And John Bertie is in there because half of the Marlins lineup got hurt this week. So 3,900 and 2,100. I mean, the injuries have been just ridiculous, haven't they? More than ridiculous. It's been, it's been horrible. Absolutely horrible. So We'll see how that one keeps unfolding, but it's been very bad. And I'm with you. I think Martin Perez is very viable on this slate. Very, very viable. I guess they just deteriorated Marlins' offense, like you mentioned, with the injuries they've had. And he's been good. Um, some very qualified people that knows pitching much better than I do have broken down the pitch mix changes and why he has actually been effective. We saw this with Perez at times with Minnesota, and then he kind of went away from it. So it's one of those right away it's hot thing. See what happens. Yeah. Marlins Martin Perez right is like. He's a Wade Miley, right? A guy yes. that never is going to uh, blow you away, but he's going to stick around in the bigs for 10 to 15 years because he's just pretty good. Yeah, and he'll have like, out of his like, say, 25 starts in a season, he'll have like 10 to 15 years. Like, dang, he's actually pretty darn good. Right. And, and then he'll get uh, yep. blasted for eight against Toronto or something. You know what I mean? Yep. And he just stand back and go, yep, that's he did a screen the crowd. That's, that's who he was. We let him off the hook. Um, all right, Toronto Blue Jays, Cleveland Indians in this one. Hung Jin Ryu, Eli Morgan, over under of eight. Wind blowing in from right foot about 20 miles an hour. 50% chances of rain. So this one we have a chance. Like it's how, it's how bad the weather is. 50%. We've got a chance. It's a coin flip. Hung Jin Ryu in this one is uh, 8,400 on DK, 96 on FanDuel. Morgan, eight, uh, 46 on DK, 55 on FanDuel. I really like Hunjin Ryu if this game plays against Cleveland, and I really like the red-hot Toronto Blue Jays bats. So this one's pretty cut and dry for me, Bogman. A hundred percent, Bob. I mean, I think Ryu could be one of the highest-owned pitchers on the night tonight. There's some really good ones, too, uh, the next game, but that one might get rained out. Uh, so because of that, I think Ryu and his price, 84 and 96, as you mentioned, makes him affordable and a great start against Cleveland. I mean, it's just the chalkiest chalk to ever chalk here. So I, I love Ryu, and you got to pay for the bats. But uh, and and not all of them are crazy expensive, but they are for the most part. Vlad is expensive. Marcus Simeon is expensive. T. Oscar's up there at forty six and thirty seven. But Guriel, who you mentioned, has started hitting, and he's real cheap on Fanduel, thirty nine and twenty three. Uh, Randall Grichuk, forty two and twenty eight. 
Uh, Rowdy Telez has been hitting 29 and 2000. So if he's in the lineup, he's a good one. That's your guy. Harold Ramirez has been rocking and rolling for uh, Cleveland 23 and 22. And Eddie Rosario is cheap, actually cheaper on DK 29 to 31 on FanDuel. So there are bats galore in this game that I like. And Rosario went deep on a Thursday. So you never know on that one. But I'm, I keep rocking Toronto for once. Like they were low owned in their last few games in New York, as we expected. They'll be much higher owned on this game because this makes yeah. too much sense. But I, I always go to Simeon. He kind of gets like the forgotten man in those games leading off there. He went deep. But Bichette's outstanding. Uh, I, I love this offense a ton. Like sometimes I just fade Vladdy because he's so expensive. And obviously that doesn't work very often. But uh, you got to make your, your stack a little difference, and Vlad's always the first one people put in. So that's just kind of how I, my thought process works. Does it work all the time? No. But you can do a lot with $6,200 in a lot of offenses. So <laughs> something to think about. New York Mets at the Detroit Tigers. we got Garrett Cole, Casey Mize, over-under of seven. Mize has been much better of late. 67 on DK, 8,000 on Fandle. The, the Yankees offense has been sputtering. And then you got Cole, 11-2 on DK, 12-2 on Fandle against the worthless Detroit offense. Um, 19 mile an hour winds blown out to right field in this one and 40% chances of rain. So we have a chance in this one. Uh, I mean, I think Cole is probably the best option on the board, even with the wind, right? Yep. Because I mean, if, if you strike out, you're not putting the ball up in the air and he's going to get a bunch of them against Detroit. So, uh, I still think he's one of the best options. He's priced like it though. Uh, 11, two on DK 12, two on FanDuel, so you got to pay up for him. And, and there's been some decent um, Tigers bats, but I'm not playing any Tigers bats against Cole, so pass on that. So it's Yankees bats, uh, and they're not all crazy expensive either, the, the guys that have been hitting. Torres is affordable at 46.35. Judge is always expensive, 6,036. Uh, Anuar is a nice price at 33 and 21. Brett Gardner has been hitting a little, 3,000, 2,000, and Gio Urshela, 44 and 2,300. So I know, Bub, you're going to have every share of Gio Urshela, right? On FanDuel, yes, that's a great price tag. I think Brett Gardner, if he's leading off with that wind blowing out, because Casey Mize is quite intriguing. I like what Casey Mize has done of late. I really do. It's just hard to fade the Yankees, but it could be a contrarian play if you want. Manoa, Manoa got him. Yep. So and Mize has been good his last few starts. He's done a few things that have, that, uh, and that's what I. It up. That's the exact note I put on there. It was he's been good, but I don't want to play him against the Yankees. But watching the Yankees today, yep. yeah, yep. May, may, maybe there's some hope there. And 60, with a bunch of games getting rained out, you can exactly. do exactly for sixty-seven on DK. I think it's intriguing. Eight thousand on Fanduel, I'll pass. But as an SP two on DK in a tournament, if you want to kind of spice it up, there is. Some Casey Mize appeal. I can definitely get on board there. Um, but it, the, the coal train should be loud and proud. You're 100% right there. I like that call quite a bit. But with that wind blowing out, we know Garrett Cole will give up a home run or two even with the wind not blowing out. That's just what he does. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So if you want to get different, Akil Badu's cheap. Candelar, like, don't do a full stack, but pick a guy or two you think can Grossman hit a home run. has good PVB against him yeah. too. So, like, those little things are kind of differentiators on the slate if you want to mix it up a little. Not a must-play, but it's something to think about when you're building your lineups. Those are the kind of things that kind of stand out once in a while. All right, Baltimore Orioles, Chicago White Sox, Matt Harvey, Dallas Keuchel, over-under of nine. It is 22-mile-an-hour winds blowing across the field with 70% chances of rain, which really stinks because the White Sox versus Matt Harvey sounds so, so attractive. Yeah, I mean, that's – Probably the best stack of the day, right? I mean, uh, but like you said, too much rain pressure here. So 
uh, I don't want Mr. Kelly Nash or Harvey. So, uh, you know, I would love to have some White Sox bats, but because of that weather, I'm probably just going to sweep this game underneath the rug too. Yeah, one of the worst spots on the slate, but it was really bad going into Thursday. So maybe we dodge a bullet again. Keep that in mind. I just have a feeling back-to-back days of getting lucky is, is not that common. But um, <laughs> if so, White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. But what you could do is download the Line Star app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and go in the chat there. And we, we talk about the weather. You can talk about whatever you want to get your lineups built. Use all the cool tools. Check that out. Also, if you give a rating review on iTunes for the podcast, the On Deck MLB DFS podcast, we would truly appreciate it. And last but not least, if you prefer to watch the podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube channel subscribe give that thumbs up like and all that good stuff would help us out a lot all right six more games halfway point on this slate we've got the san diego padres at the houston astros Danelson lamet framer valdez over under eight and a half we got two guys rejoining the rotation here you got lamet 7k on both sites valdez 82 on dk 85 on fanduel really intriguing play here because both offense or at least san diego is kind of sputtering Part of me wants to use Valdez on this weird slate. Part of me doesn't know exactly how far they're going to let that leash go on him. So it's very tricky, but I do like some Houston bats against Lamette. I mean, I, I like both sides here. Uh, stack. It got, guys coming off the IL can be rough. So uh, I think both sides you can open up. But like you said, Houston in particular, uh, Tucker is a great price, 38 and 2800 He's starting to come alive right now, too. Altuve is still expensive. Correa and Bregman are expensive, but worth it. Uh, San Diego, Tatis, Fam is a great price at 35 and 28. Profar has been hitting a little bit, 38 and 27. Uh, Hosmer and Kim are coming around, and Kim is super cheap at 27 and 22. And Ray Cronenworth, like you've mentioned before, is always a possibility to buy. So I'm going to skip the, the pitchers and go with the bats in this one. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I can I can see your argument completely. If, if you want to take a chance on Framber, wait for the news and see how far they let him go. Because he had two, at least two rehab starts, maybe three. So at least he's got a little work in, but I still think they're going to babysit that one for a little bit. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye on that situation. Maybe he'll get stuck in traffic. Who knows? And not be able to start. <laughs> I still can't believe that thing. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> like, there's no excuse for that in the major leagues. No excuse at all. <laughs> yeah, Lee, get your bus out on time. Like, what are you thinking? It's it, it, The worst part, it's an AL West team. So they know the route from the hotel to the stadium. They've done this many times. Like, you yeah. know, it's not the first time you played a night game in Oakland. Right. Like, this is how it works. It's just, it's ridiculous. All right. They Kansas. need a new travel coordinator, Bubba. So well, maybe, sign me up. I'm in. Let's maybe, go. Uh, yeah. Get, get on LinkedIn. See what they've got available. <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, Kansas City Royals at the Minnesota Twins. Chris Bubick versus Randy Dobnak. Over under eight and a half on this one. We got two just great names to talk about here. Bubik 65 on both sites. Dobnik 65 on DK, 77 on FanDuel. Um, if you want to use Dobnik as an SP2, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't hate him here, but I don't love him either. Uh, but, I mean, he went six in his first start, so that's not bad. But uh, And we've got a lot of weather stuff going on too, so Dobnik might not be a bad, cheap option. So, uh, there is a little PVB data against both of these guys. Uh, Nelly Cruz is two for three with a bomb against Bubik. Sano, who's hot right now, is two for four with a double. That could easily turn into a homer. Uh, Jorge Polanco is three for six with a double. Uh, Benintendi is two for two with two bombs against Dobnak. So not bad either. And then there's some hot hitters on both sides. Santana, uh, Merrifield, Perez, Mondesi back is, is a cheap price. 
cheaper on DK than FanDuel. Another one of those rare ones, 28 and 3,000. Uh, and then on Minnesota side, Ref Snyder's been hitting. Kepler, Garver, and Kirilov have all been hitting, but Ref Snyder by far the best deal at 24 and 22. A ton of value in this game. Like Snow is on fire. The fact he's only 42 on DK, 31 on FanDuel is outstanding. Um, Ref Snyder's been hitting the ball very, very well. Uh, so definitely some value there. And then Adelbert Thomas is still way too cheap. So I don't mind a Minnesota stack, especially versus a left-handed pitcher. It's something we, we like to do. Uh, but I also don't mind a little bit of Kansas City action, especially led by Mondesi at that price point uh, and getting some nice value out of a game that I think you're going to see a little bit of offense. That's for darn sure. All right, St. Louis Cardinals, Arizona Diamondbacks, Johan Oviedo versus Madison Bumgarner. Over under of nine in this one. Mad Bum's been very good this season. St. Louis has been hitting the ball pretty well. So he's 89 on DK, 81 on FanDuel. Oviedo, 7,300 and 6K. I like me some Oviedo today. Yeah, I mean, uh, I really uh, um, resent the fact that every single day this week you like the pitcher against the Diamondbacks, but you're not wrong. So Pretty good track record. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying I resent it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm. I'm on it here too. Oviedo uh, hasn't looked fantastic, but the Diamondbacks look miserable right now. So uh, I'm on it with you, Bumgarner. Just because there are so many weather and guys that I just don't want any part of is okay in this one too but I don't think there's just too much PVB data against him here I mean the, the Cardinals really hit him three for five for Edmund a double and a triple four for eight for Carpenter with two doubles 24 for 69 for Goldie with five doubles two triples and three bombs against Bumgarner you know you know about a lot of yes. that uh, 15 for 60 for Arnado with four doubles and two homers. That's only a 250 average, but with some extra base hits. And, you know, uh, Sosa's been hitting as well. Some guys have been hitting on the Diamondback side. Escobar didn't go yard. Um, some guys. Paven had a good night on Thursday. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with Ovi. I would rather start Oviedo because he's cheaper than Bumgarner. Yeah, I think Oviedo is a, a nice, fun one there. And yes, I remember Goldie owned Bumgarner, so very much used to that one. Maybe he gets that home run on Friday since I picked him on Thursday. Part for the course <laughs> type stuff. So go get him, folks. L.A. Angels at the Oakland Athletics. We don't have a total on this one because Shohei Otani is now pitching on Friday. <laughs> He's seventy eight hundred on DK. No price on Fanduel. He'll probably be around ten k or so, like he was on Thursday. Manaya is eighty five on DK, seventy one on Fanduel. Same story as yesterday. I'll use Shohei Otani in a tournament, but if you want a contrarian A stack to hope he's velocities down or whatever, I totally get it. And I will stack against Manaya all day long, except I really don't like the Angels that much. But no, I like Manaya here, Bob. I'm oh, opposite. No. Of you. I, I like him here against the Angels. Look, uh, and we know that Manaya is a bit of a landmine, right? So Just a bit. Uh, he, he can be a landmine, but I really like him against this Angels lineup. The Angels lineup is banged up. So, yeah, uh, and, and Otani's not going to be in it, you know, so, uh, or not going to count towards it. So no, he'll, uh, he'll hit still, he'll hit still. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have said that, but, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe he won't, who knows? Uh, they, they've been True. weird with him. So, uh, yeah. I, I just, maybe he'll, I, maybe I, he'll get stuck in an elevator this time. Who knows? <laughs> I, I like him in, in this start and I haven't been on Manaya for every start. So uh, there is a little PVB data against Manaya. Upton four for thirteen with a homer, two for five for Kurt Suzuki with a bomb, uh, and but but I like I like the A stack. Uh, I, I'm kind of with you. Lagaris, uh, Canna, Seth Brown, Olson, Loriano, Lowry, and Camp have all been hitting. 
Uh, don't know if they're all going to be in the lineup here, but they've all been hitting. And for uh, L.A., it just hasn't been a bunch. You know, it's Taylor Ward. Who knows if he's going to be in the lineup? Josh Rojas or Jose Rojas, I mean, and then Jared Walsh uh, as well. So uh, only a couple batters. I kind of like Manaya here. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I, I get your logic. I do. I just God, I can't stand him. I think he's not that good of a pitcher. But maybe I'm just maybe I'm just wrong and spiteful for many reasons. But it's been profitable in the past. <laughs> but um, I get it. The Angels' offense is dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Bassett proved that. Bassett's been really good this year too, though. So that's a little different. Uh, San Francisco Giants, Los Angeles Dodgers. Anthony Disclafani, Walker Bueller, over under of seven and a half on this one. Disco seventy or sixty nine on DK, not on Fanduel yet. Bueller ten four and eleven thousand. I kind of like some Bueller in this one. He's been very good. He's been stretched out now. I like the Giants' offense a ton. Don't get me wrong, but I think Bueller is very, very live in this one. Yeah, and Bueller had a quality start last time out, yeah. and Descofani gave up 10 his last time out or whatever it was, 8 or 10 or something. It was a lot. So uh, I think that's might be the only reason he's pitching here is because he only went one or two innings in his last start. So uh, not going to throw him out there against the Dodgers. So I kind of like the Dodgers, uh, you know, a mini Dodgers stack here of like, you know, Lux, who has uh, two for three with a bomb against Escofani. Muncie's two for six with a bomb against him. Will Smith has been hitting a little bit. So uh, I like those guys as kind of bats waking up. I know Mookie, did Mookie leave the game? I know he got drilled. No, today. He, 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 he finished it out. He's fine. Okay. So uh, there's some PVB data against Bueller on the Giants side, though. Three for 10 for Yastrzemski, five for 14 for Longoria, who has been mashing the ball recently. Crawford's been good, and Duggar's been good when he's out there, too. So uh, I, I kind of like Bueller, but I think if I'm going to pay up for a pitcher, it's still probably going to be Cole, even with the possibility of weather. Yeah, I, I like Bueller quite a bit. I hope the weather doesn't happen because if Cole's out, then everyone's going to go to Bueller. So that makes it interesting. And I also like a Dodgers stack here. Like I've liked what DiScalfani's done this year, but we saw who he was last time. We've seen this Dodgers team. Uh, Muncie went deep on Thursday. I, I like him quite a bit in this one. I like Gavin Lux. That left side of the plate, something you can pick on DiScalfani with quite a bit. So are you gonna have more that. are you gonna have more Bueller or Ryu, do you think? I'll have more Ryu. I, I love the price okay, point with Ryu and what he can do. I I'm a big, big Ryu fan on this one. So I'll have more Ryu. All right, Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners, Jordan Lyles. This is our last game of the night. Look at that. Yeah. Jordan Lyles at Justice Sheffield on this one, over under eight and a half. Again, two dreadful offenses, two not so great pitchers. Lyles 53 on DK, 67 on Fandle, Sheffield 79 and 64. You honestly could sell me on any four of the situations here. Yeah, I mean, uh, my note is on Lyles is not even against Seattle and for Sheffield, it's not even against Texas. So uh, I'm going to pass. I, I, I would go with bats here. Uh, Kyle Lewis actually has some PVB data uh, against Lyles four for eight with a double and a homer. Uh, Adolis Garcia. Did you see him swipe that homer today? Good Lord. Yep. I mean, guy, guys been doing it on offense, also doing it on defense. That's getting scary. We're getting an MVP talk. If, if and, the, and, D, and DK still can't price him accordingly. Yeah, yeah, 35 and 39. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think FanDuel has a price right. So yep. uh, to, to be that low on DK is just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, if, you know, MVP talk, if the Rangers could win more than five games would be great. So uh, two two for three with a bomb against, uh, against Sheffield for him. Five for nine for Solak. Against him, three for eight for IKF. Hanniger Seeger has been coming around. Ty France is back in the lineup in cheap 28 and 2,000 on FanDuel. JP Crawford's been hitting a little, and Nate Lowe 
Uh, was it tonight he went yard? Uh, tonight or yesterday? I can't remember wh when it was, but he's been warming up a little bit too. Uh, you know, started out the year hot, then faded, and is starting to come back up. So I I'll take the bats and I'll uh, ignore the pitching here. Yeah, that was yesterday because they got shut out by Chris Flexen and company five to nothing right. tonight. So um, yeah, Chris Flexen. This is what this is what I mean. If that, you that wanna, makes if me, you, I feel like Ron Burgundy. I jumping into the bear pit. I immediately regret my decision. <laughs> basically, what it comes down to, if you make a bunch of lineups, throw some Lyles and Sheffield out there somewhere, just because these teams yeah. are that bad. They really are. Okay, that's um, fair. That's the only thing. It's hard to stack these teams because do you see them scoring ten to twelve runs and? It's just it's so tilting. Like I, I like it. I think like Mitch Haniger has been hitting the ball really well. Kyle Seeger's in play. Like how deep's your stack? It's not a deep stack. And I love Adelise Garcia. Like when I stack Texas, it's usually Garcia, Low, Gallo, and then you kind of mix and match elsewhere. It's just a struggling, struggling situation. Like Adelise is my favorite play, and he still will be as long as he's mispriced like this. But all in all, very, very tricky stuff here. All right. Last but not least, everybody follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app at Line Star MLB. And uh, get ready because they will tweet out the home run calls of the day. Bogman Sports, myself, and Ryan Humphreys will all pick a home run call of the day. And if you retweet it, you're into the drawing. And three lucky people that retweet get drawn. And if we get a home run, it's been cold this week from all three of us. Um, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, on your Friday, May 28th edition, who is your home run call of the day? You know who my home run call is today. It's Goldsmith. Paul Goldschmidt against yeah. Madison Bumgarner. It's the, yeah. e I mean, he crushes him. It's in Arizona, so it'll make me even more mad than I've been. It just makes too much sense. So let me at least get a little joy out of the misery of my D-backs, and I'll take Goldie and win somebody some stuff. Let's go. No, I love the Goldie call. That's a great one. Like I said, A, I picked him on th Thursday. It all so adds up. That's it telling you he's going to go deep, <laughs> and he just absolutely owns Madison Bumgarner. So it's a thing of beauty. I think it's a very, very good call. For me, I'm trying to pick a game that doesn't involve rain, but all the good games have rain. So <laughs> I'm going to go to my Toronto baby Blue Jays and give me Teoscar Hernandez going deep against Eli Morgan on uh, Friday night. I think, I think Toronto goes ham on Cleveland. It's going to be beautiful. Ryu with a Toronto stack. What could possibly go wrong? Um, <laughs> but it, it's fun. Another week in the books, Bogman. It's uh, right. flying by. We'll be in the month of June very, very soon. Got Memorial Day on Monday. So uh, make sure you guys get up bright and early to listen to the podcast because those are some early games on a Monday. So check all that good stuff out. But follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intrick. You guys have a great weekend, and we will catch you guys later. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star App on Deck podcast. Download Line Star App from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.